Hi guys, what is good? This is Morgan Mueller coming at you with the Joy and Hope podcast where we seek to bring light to the dark. We actually have each of these episodes begin as a YouTube video. So if you would like to watch the original content on YouTube, search my name, Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N, Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, on YouTube, look for the Joy and Hope logo. But otherwise, thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. Hi guys, Morgan here. And this is another episode giving you some joy and hope. I'd like to start off tonight by saying a little prayer that comes from Hillsong Worship's new song, Upper Room, which is super beautiful and right now is my favorite song. So if you'll pray with me in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Help me, Holy Ghost. I need you more than anything. All my best ideas are yours, so what am I but what you make of me? So help me, God, breathe on my weakness, for all I want is to be like Jesus. I don't have much, but what I have is yours to use, so make my whole life your upper room. In Jesus' name, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. So if you can't already tell, I'm significantly less heated than I was in the last video. Speaking of which, I wanted to apologize. Um, I don't like cussing. I do it, even though I don't like it. (laughs) Isn't that what sin is? Um... So I just wanted to apologize for the couple of times where I did cuss in the last video a little bit because that wasn't cool. And I want these videos to be for anyone. And I don't like when people cuss around me. And so I'm just really sorry that I brought that in um, to the video. Like I said um, in my first episode, I'm not going to edit anything because you can't edit life. (laughs) Um, So I just wanted to apologize um, to be real with you in that way. And to hopefully promise that that will never happen again. Um, And on a more positive and lighter note, uh, what I have on my heart to talk about tonight is just a word of encouragement um, in that God provides. And I just wanted to share a couple stories of how God has provided for me in like such small ways lately, but that illustrate how if he can be faithful, even in the smallest things, he can be faithful in the biggest things. Because think about it. Why would you bother doing little things for someone if you didn't care about them? If it was all about the show, why would you not just do something big and drastic and dramatic? Why would you even like think about the little, the little details? Um, so they are little ways that God's provided for me lately, but I still wanted to share that with you, uh, because both instances, uh, by his grace, uh, I was made very aware of his presence and I was like, if he can do this, he can do X, Y, and Z for me. So I just wanted to share something with you about that. So, um, in the beginning of September, I went to a friend's wedding 
and it was so beautiful. It was in downtown St. Louis in the St. Francis Xavier um, Church. I think it's called the College Church, which is gorgeous. I mean, it was such a beautiful wedding, beautiful ceremony. Oh, God, love those friends. They are a beautiful and inspiring couple. Um, but <laughs> for many different reasons that day, I was not in the best place. Uh, one, because it is hard. Like, it is hard for me currently to go to a wedding and be totally, truly, 100% authentically happy and joyful for the couple because there is that little tinge of jealousy that I struggle with um, to see like these friends that are happy and married when I haven't had a boyfriend since, you know, a long time. Like I, I've been single for a long time and God's will. But yeah, so sometimes it is hard. It's really hard to be happy for people, um, which sucks and isn't fair, but that's life. That's where I'm at. Um, own it, right? So that's where I'm at. And I was so happy to be there with them, but I was also sick. Um, so like that didn't help me be in a better place. Um, but that night at the reception, I mean, I was just, I was, I wasn't feeling good, like physically, uh, like my heart was hurting because there was that, that tinge of jealousy. And when, uh, the maid of honor was talking about my two friends getting married. She was saying how the guy uh, one time was just so thoughtful. And at the time, his just girlfriend, even though they got married that day, like at the time, she was just his girlfriend um, in the story. And the maid of honor remembered that the guy like drove to the girl's house after she had a really sucky week and like cooked dinner for her and did the dishes and was just there for her. And that's so beautiful, right? So that story was first, it made me like think, oh, that's so sweet. And then immediately after that, there was that tinge of jealousy. Like, I want someone to come do my dishes. Like, you know what I mean? I want someone to cook me dinner. Um, and so later that week, I, so like I said, I had been sick. So later that week, I was still sick. Turns out I had this sinus infection. So, I mean, I felt even worse than I had the night of the reception. And as a result, like I live alone right now. And so it was like, I had no one to do dishes for me and they just piled up that week. And I, I thought to myself as I left the house that morning for work, I was like, it would be so nice. Like I didn't even say a prayer necessarily. It was just a desire of my heart. Um, like God, it would be so nice if I had somebody to do my dishes, like just a fleeting thought. I don't even know if I addressed it to God. I, it was just a fleeting thought, like, gosh, that'd be nice. Um, and then I got home later that afternoon and my grandma called me as I was headed back to my apartment before, before I was back. And she said, Hey, just so you know, Papa and I stopped by earlier to paint the door. Like we had told you we were going to, and I noticed while he was working on that, that you had tons of dishes in the sink. And I took the liberty of washing them for you, drying them and putting them all away. Like, sorry if they're in the wrong spot. And I freaked out. And I was just like, Grandma, you have no idea how much that means to me. And I told her the whole story. And I just praised God. And I was like, Thank you, God, for sending someone to do my dishes. And then there was that like silly little thought like, I don't need a boyfriend. I have a grandma to do my dishes and cook for me. 
Um, which was dumb, but also came to mind. Um, but it was funny. Like, it was funny. It was like, haha, God. So that was awesome. And it was just one of those little things where God's like, Morgan, if I can send you somebody to do your dishes, like I can do anything for you. Um, all you have to do is ask. And so I was like, okay, good to know. Um, and then this past weekend, so we're in October now, near the end of October. This past weekend, I was in Kansas City visiting some friends. And I've been, long story short, going to a chiropractor lately and back and forth with some like back issues, neck issues, like super fun stuff. And one of those people mentioned to me, like, you need, you should probably get a more firm pillow. Okay, great. And like such a little thing, right? Like this is so dumb, but the little things kind of turn out to be the big things. So like going, going to Kansas City this weekend, I was like, okay, at some point it'd be nice to buy a pillow. Like I should probably buy a more firm pillow. And I just didn't have an opportunity to do that. And today, as I was leaving my friend's house, she had let me, she had let me, um, sleep over last night and she had let me borrow one of her pillows and it was a memory foam pillow. So like super nice, super firm pillow. Like I don't have anything like that. And as I was getting ready to leave, I was sharing with her and her housemate, just like the annoying things that have been going on with my neck or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I need to get a new pillow, I guess. Um, and my friend just straight up looked at me and she was like, do you want my memory foam pillow? I never use it anymore. I got a new one. And I was like, seriously? And she's like, yeah. And it was just one of those things where it was such a small thing, but it meant so much to me. And I just hugged her and started praising God because I was like, I just, I wanted that and I got it. Like without even asking God to do that in this specific way, just like, you know, like thinking that I was going to have to do it myself. Same with the dishes, thinking I was going to have to do the dishes myself. And then both times God just provided for me. And literally, literally, um, I told my friend this morning, whenever she gave me the pillow, I was like, if God can provide a pillow for me, he can provide a husband for me. And we just laughed because that, I mean, seriously, guys, that sounds so dumb, but like that has been my biggest struggle lately. Like I'm just so impatient and I just feel like I go back and forth all the time and don't really know the true desires of my heart. So it's like in one moment, you know, for a couple months or years, it's like, oh, I, I'm 100% sure I want to be a sister. And so now it's like, oh, I'm 100% sure I want to be married. I'm doing a 54-day rosary novena for my husband. I'm hardcore. Um, it's day it's day 21. So like 54 days, a couple more to go. I don't know. It was just like, in that moment, it was just like, Morgan, if God can do these little things without you even asking him, like, how much more so can you trust that since you're doing this 54-day novena for your husband, like, God's going to provide for you. And it might not be in the next 27-ish days of the novena. It might not be in the next year. It might not be in the next decade. And that's not a super fun thought to consider, but at the same time, I can trust him 
And I just have to bring to mind continually to be grateful for the gifts that he gives me every day because so often the things we think we want or the things we need are neither of those things. It might very well turn out that I don't truly want a husband. Maybe there's a deeper desire there that the Lord has yet to reveal to me in the depths of my heart that I still have to listen more closely to and discern more fully. But I'm trying and I'm asking and I'm seeking. And right now I can trust that that's all I'm supposed to be doing is his will every day, which just means being faithful to prayer and my state in life now. So my encouragement to you is to trust that the Lord provides. And I have a reflection I want to share with you that comes from St. Louis Bertrand. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. I had not until I was substitute teaching recently. And the teacher whose classroom I was in had this saint book. Don't even remember the name of it, but it was beautiful. And it had this little reflection in it. I had never even heard of this saint, but St. Louis Bertrand, he lived from 1526 to 1581. And I just wanted to read and share a little bit about him with you. St. Louis Bertrand was not only related to St. Vincent Ferrer and baptized in the same baptismal font, albeit 175 years later, but he also joined the same religious order, the Dominicans. Once while he was working as a missionary in Colombia, he was attacked by an armed man. It said that when he made the sign of the cross over the gun, it was transformed into a crucifix. While we may not be able to change guns into crosses, we can follow St. Louis's advice to young missionaries, which is especially fitting because if you did not know, Pope Francis declared that October of this year was going to be World Mission um, Missionary Month. So that's very fitting, especially for us young people, young missionaries. He taught that prayer must always precede all other actions, including preaching and teaching. In contrast, we often use prayer as a last ditch effort. When situations are desperate and we feel trapped, then we are likely to begin praying. It's almost as if we turn to prayer when we have nothing left to lose, instead of, as St. Louis suggests, making prayer our first recourse. Prayer can and does change our lives. We can ask God's help in both large and small matters. And, more often than not, the answer will be yes. I'm going to repeat that. Prayer can and does change our lives. We can ask God's help in both large and small matters. And, more often than not, the answer will be yes. 
One way of taking an objective look at how prayer affects your life is to keep a prayer journal. For the next week or so, jot down everything you ask for in prayer. You may feel silly writing down things like, help me find a parking place, but note them anyway. Then mark down whatever answer you receive. Yes, no, or not answered yet. Really fast on that note, I want to be clear about something. Whenever something hasn't happened in your life, God might not necessarily be saying no. He might just be saying not yet. For example, last summer, I tried entering um, with the CFR Sisters, the Community of Franciscan Sisters of the, of the Renewal, based in the Bronx in New York City. And they told me, not yet. Take a year, see where God leads. Follow, it's a long story, but followed up, um, applied to be a missionary with them this summer. And two months later, they called me and they said, no, like very clearly, very intentionally. We do not believe God's calling you to be a part of our order. So consider us a closed door from this point on. So those are different. There's not yet. And there's no, um, for instance, uh, this is the guy I mentioned in the last video who explicitly told me, like, I don't feel that way about you. That's a no. Like, as hard as that is to hear, and even though, like I was saying, like, part of you still kind of hopes for it, like, the answer is no. The answer is no. So move on from there. But if, for example, you're like me, and you are praying for your future spouse, and you're not dating anyone, it's not that God's saying, no, Morgan, like, you ha you're still supposed to be a sister. It just means that you're not supposed to be either of those things yet. So note whenever you are writing things down in prayer, there's yes, there's no, and no is very clearly no. Like it literally can't, won't, no, happen. But then there's not yet. Not yet. At the end of the week, take a look at your journal. You will undoubtedly be surprised at the results. Use prayer as my first recourse instead of my last. Lord, please help us to use prayer in this way. Help us this week, if you will it, to keep a prayer journal, even if it's just one thing a day. So that's my challenge to you. Um, because if you're anything like me, you might be lazy sometimes. And maybe you don't want to write down every single thing you pray for. That would be a lot of writing. But maybe if it's just one thing for the next seven days um, or even just to the end of the week, whenever you're watching this, lucky you if it's on a Saturday, <laughs> start tomorrow um, for the next seven days. If you can, one, even if it's just one thing a day, write down a prayer that you've asked for. Um, for example, maybe so Halloween is this week. Halloween is Thursday of this week. So maybe my prayer tonight on Sunday is Lord Please let it be perfect weather on Halloween night. And so then maybe I leave that alone, move on to tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then um, on Thursday, 
write down the answer to that prayer. And if your prayer is something that, I don't know, is something open-ended and isn't something that's going to happen this week, um, or necessarily this week, like, I don't know, it's crazy, but let's say today you pray for your future husband to be revealed to you by the end of the week. God can do anything. YOLO, why not? Um, if that doesn't happen by Saturday, then you can check the not yet box. Maybe. Um, that's my challenge to you. So let's pray. Uh, Lord, please help us to notice you more and to be grateful for answered prayers. Maybe you're simply inviting us to be more grateful for the little things before you give us the big things to teach us humility. Lord, give us more humility. Help us to be humble. Send your spirit upon us and make our lives whatever you will them to be. Make our whole lives your upper room. In your most holy name, Jesus, for your greater glory, O God, we pray. As always, through the intercession of Our Lady. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Joy and Hope podcast, where we seek to bring light to the dark. If you enjoy our mission, we would love for you to become a patron on Patreon. Our patrons are what make it possible for us to continue doing Joy and Hope full-time, bringing you the inspiring, creative content that uplifts you to live more joyful, hopeful lives. So please consider supporting us. Thanks so much for being here today. God bless and see you next time.